1: Hello to all of you, Foxborough faithful. You are now locked in to the Locked On Patriots podcast, your daily home for news notes and analysis infused with the occasional opinion on your six-time Super Bowl champions, the New England Patriots. Locked On listeners, NFL football is finally back in this season. Get football on your time with NFL Game Pass. See all the action from every game with full game replays. You can also replay an entire game and catch all of the plays in just 45 minutes with condensed games. Go to NFL.com slash Game Pass to start your free trial today. NFL Game Pass, where football never stops. Patriots Nation, thank football in Foxborough. It's almost game day Friday here on the Locked On Patriots podcast. And that means the sharp eye of today's pod will be focused on this Sunday's season opener. 1 p.m. Sunday, September 13th, Gillette Stadium, Foxborough, Massachusetts. Your New England Patriots host their divisional rivals, the Miami Dolphins. Thanks to all of you out there in Pats Nation for joining me here today. My name is Mike DeBate, your host of the Locked On Patriots podcast, which, of course, is a proud part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And folks, because it's your team every day, that means your questions, comments, and feedback are always welcomed and strongly encouraged. Feel free to share that feedback anytime by reaching out to me and following me on Twitter at M-D-A-B-A-T-E-F-B-C. And while you're out there giving that NFL Week 1 weekend nod and saying how you doing to the Twitterverse, please be sure to follow the Locked On Patriots account as well at LO underscore Patriots. For the 110th time since 1966, your beloved New England Patriots will do battle with those Dolphins from South Beach and the history between these two teams is a little more razor-thin than you might think. And yes, folks, that pun was intended, considering they're playing this game at Gillette Stadium. Miami leads the overall series 56-53, but of course, the recent history here is what we're all focused on. Last year, the Pats and Dolphins split the season series, a Week 2 drubbing by the Patriots of the Dolphins in Miami 43-0, but then Miami flipped the script and knocked the Patriots out of a bye week and the number 2 seed in the 2019 playoffs with a 27-24 win in Week 17. And each team is going to have its own motivation for this one, folks. Miami is out to prove that the second half of last year's season, in which they went 5-4 and four and played some very good football down the stretch, is not just a fluke. This team really bought into the leadership of head coach Brian Flores and showed that they're capable of playing with anybody, including the New England Patriots, who were heavily favored to win that December Week 17 matchup in Foxborough. For the Patriots, it wouldn't surprise me if there was a little revenge on their mind, but this team is out to forge a new identity. For the first time in approximately two decades, the Patriots will start a new quarterback, knowing full well that at no point this season will Tom Brady be walking back through that door. Tom is down in Tampa, it's going to be very weird seeing him in a Bucks jersey alongside Rob Gronkowski, but I digress folks, this is all about the New England Patriots this week, and their new starting quarterback, who, with all due respect to Joe Kingman, is number one in the program and number one in your heart. You guessed it everyone, I'm talking about Cam Newton. And on Sunday, Cam will finally get the chance to showcase his skills in front of Patriots Nation. But what can we realistically expect to see out of Cam Newton? Will Sunday's performance be indicative of the type of Cam we'll see all year long? And how will he gel with the supporting cast he has around him? Well folks, without preseason games or the availability of extensive practice footage, to really evaluate how Cam might be looking on the field, that still remains a question mark. So here on today's pod, I thought it would be the perfect opportunity to bring in someone that not only has knowledge of Cam Newton's game, but also has significant insight as to how the Miami Dolphins do business. Joining me here on the pod today to help me preview Sunday's matchup is one of the most respected journalists in the business. Not only is he a former beat writer for the Miami Dolphins, he is a current beat writer for the Carolina Panthers. Antoine Staley is my guest here on Locked On Patriots. And as such, I will seek Antoine's wisdom and counsel when it comes to the 2020 incarnation of the Miami Dolphins. What makes this Dolphins team different from the, how shall we say, pedestrian Miami teams he's covered in the past? What are his predictions for Sunday's matchup? And also, because of Antoine's insight when it comes to covering the Carolina Panthers, we will be talking Cam Newton. Why the union between Cam and the New England Patriots might just be that match made in heaven it's being billed as. And last but certainly not least, Antoine will offer his prediction on what we can't expect to see from Cam on the field when he leads the Patriots into action against the Dolphins on Sunday. Also, don't forget to stay locked into On Patriots at the conclusion of my interview with Antoine Staley. I'll be providing my notes and insight for this Patriots-Dolphins divisional matchup, along with my game prediction as to who comes out on top on Sunday afternoon. So settle in, folks, an action-packed agenda on the docket as always, and Antoine Staley will be joining me right here on the hot seat in just a moment. But first, there are some items that you should be keeping your sharp eye on this weekend as we lead up to Sunday's contest and it starts with each team's list of walking wounded. Starting first with the visitors, and according to Thursday, September 10th's injury report, no players were listed as not having participated for the Miami Dolphins. However, they did have a significant handful that were limited. That includes tight end Mike Kosicki, who was limited with a glute injury. Also, a pair of prolific Dolphins wide receivers were on the injury report. Devontae Parker with a hamstring injury, and wide receiver Preston Wilson with a knee injury. Also on the report were some significant fins when it comes to the defensive side of the ball. Linebacker Kyle Van Noy, where have we heard that name before? Oh yeah, that's right, one of the Patriots' key linebackers in 2019. Well, he's on the linebacking core down in Miami now, but he was on the injury report as well, having limited availability in practice with a hand injury. Rounding out the report were three on the defensive secondary, safety Clayton Fajetelum, and also likely starting cornerbacks, Xavier Howard, listed with a knee injury, and cornerback Byron Jones, listed with an Achilles injury. Now keep in mind, folks, all of these players were present on the practice fields. They were just limited in their participation. Keep a very close eye on Friday evening's injury report and into the weekend. That will likely be far more telltale as to which Dolphins we might expect to see on the field and which might have to sit this one out. As for the hometown team, there was only one New England Patriot that had to sit out Thursday's practice, and we found out he'd be on the sidelines a little bit longer than that. Offensive lineman Yannick Kajusty, with a knee injury, was placed on injured reserve. As a result, the talented but often injured offensive lineman will not be eligible to return to the Patriots lineup for at least three weeks. But according to preliminary reports, the injury is not expected to be season-ending, and at present, there are plans for the Patriots to bring him back at some point during this season. As for those Patriots with limited availability in practice, wide receiver Julian Edelman continues to be limited with a knee injury, as does wide receiver Gunnar Oshelski with a foot injury. But there were a trio of new Patriots that were limited in their availability on Thursday. That included linebacker Cash Malaua still nursing a knee issue, tight end Dalton Keene with a neck injury, and cornerback Stephon Gilmore with a hamstring injury. And I know, that one raises an eyebrow, especially when we expect Stephon to play such a major role in this game and really attempt to shut down Devontae Parker. Well, the good news on Stephon and all of the players that I listed as having limited availability on Thursday is that during Friday's midday practice, all of these players were once again visible on the practice fields. Now, at the time I'm recording this, Friday evening's injury report has yet to be published. So especially when it comes to the health status of your New England Patriots, keep a very sharp eye on that report and any information that might leak out over the weekend. Naturally, we want to see all of them out there, especially guys like Julian Edelman, Gunnar Oshalski. And especially because he's so valuable to the Patriots' defensive secondary, and that is Stefan Gilmore, for whom, by the way, congratulations are in order. Because on Friday, it was announced that the Patriots were giving the reigning defensive player of the year a significant raise for this season bumping up his salary $5 million annually. He goes from $10.5 million to $15.5 million, with the chance to earn up to $17.5 million in incentives, even though he still has two years left on his contract. And there is no doubt that Stefan has more than earned this pay increase. He's not only one of the most valuable defensive players on this roster, but also in the entire league well-earned, well-deserved, and as always, folks, if we're talking Patriots finances, you know you can always find a comprehensive and informative breakdown by checking out the Twitter feed of my main man, the Pets Cap himself, Miguel the Wizard of Benzon. But as we turn our attention towards Sunday's matchup, it's all about the action on the field. And in just a moment, folks, Antoine Staley will join me here on the hot seat to break down Cam Newton's fit in New England and to share his predictions on Sunday's divisional matchup between the New England Patriots and the Miami Dolphins. But first, folks, even though it wasn't your New England Patriots opening the 2020 NFL season, it was still great to see NFL football on your television screen. And this season... Get your football on your time with NFL Game Pass. You can catch every snap from every game with full game replays and see all of the plays in just 45 minutes with condensed games. You can relive all the gutsy calls, all the crazy catches, all the wild comebacks, and the breakout stars from every game every week. It's all the action, all the football you can handle, all in one place. And NFL Game Pass is the only place you can replay every game all season long. You'll also learn from the league's best players with over 40 NFL Game Pass film session episodes. Go inside the game from a player's perspective as they break down the game's concepts and techniques. Learn from the best like Deshaun Watson, Stephon Gilmore, Devonte Adams, and many more. NFL Game Pass also provides access to the entire NFL Films archive. Go to NFL.com slash Game Pass to start your free trial today. NFL Game Pass, where football never stops. Locked on listeners, fall can be an exciting time with the return of NFL football, but it can also be a stressful time as well. The lazy days of summer are now behind you. It's back to work, back to school, and that means juggling multiple priorities and responsibilities. And we all know that that can lead to additional stress as well as additional aches and pains. It doesn't matter if you're a professional athlete, a stay-at-home parent, or if you spend eight hours a day in an uncomfortable office chair. Everyone needs support to make it through the day. Luckily, our friends at CBDMD have an amazing duo that can help you relax, regroup, and recharge when life gets chaotic. CBD Freeze with menthol is an award-winning product that offers instant cooling relief for muscles and joints in a convenient and easy-to-use roller or shareable squeeze tube. CBD Recover combines CBD with inflammation-fighting compounds like arnica and vitamin B6 to give you the support you need where it matters most. And to make it even easier to try this amazing duo of topicals and everything else CBDMD has to offer, they're offering all of our listeners 25% off your next order when you use the promo code LOCKEDONNFL at checkout. Once again, that's CBDMD.com promo code LOCKEDONNFL for 25% off your purchase of superior CBD oil products from CBDMD. Patriots fans, my guest today has covered the NFL since 2013. You know his great work from publications such as USA Today, the Miami Herald, Bleacher Report, the Detroit Free Press, the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, the Indianapolis Star, and many, many more. He offers a unique perspective to all of us today, having covered both the Miami Dolphins and the Carolina Panthers. And he has graciously agreed to lend his insight on those Dolphins as well as the new man under center for your New England Patriots, Cam Newton. It is my honor to welcome Antoine Staley to the Locked On Patriots podcast today. Antoine, thank you so much for joining me. It's good to be on with you. Absolutely. And the pleasure is all mine. One interview I've been looking forward to for quite some time. I've been a fan of your work for a number of years. And I figured today was the perfect opportunity to meld two areas that you are a pretty good expert in. And that is Miami Dolphins football and Carolina Panthers football. And, uh, Antoine, the Patriots are set to open the 2020 regular season facing that divisional opponent, the Miami Dolphins. Uh, That's one that the team knows well uh, and one that has a great deal of New England ties to Foxborough as well. Again, uh, one that you know very well as uh, also having covered the Finns for Dolphins Wire of USA Today. And folks, we will discuss the Finns in this matchup in just a moment. But you're also able to lend some Carolina wisdom and counsel when it comes to one Cameron Newton the Newton era in New England beginning this Sunday. And Cam has looked solid in practice. He's seemingly been saying all the right things when it comes to uh, press conferences and speaking to the media. Uh, The coaching staff has nothing but great things to say about him. Most importantly, it seems like Cam is, by all accounts, happy, healthy, and motivated. And for those reasons, expectations are pretty high here in New England. From your coverage of Cam Newton and observing him throughout the years, What should Patriots fans realistically expect from a locked-in Cam Newton? I think uh, he
0: is expected to have a really big year. I think he's motivated uh, Cam probably like never before. And I think that's scary. He even said it in one of his videos. He's never even seen a Cam Newton like this before. And as long as he stays healthy – and I started in 2018, I think, the last time we really saw Cam Newton uh, on the football field and performing at a really high level. If he performs at that level where his accuracy was the best of his career, his MV- his numbers were as good as his MVP season of 2015. I really felt like he had started to turn the corner. Uh, he was under North Turner's offense there. And then to get up there with New England, which I feel like they'd have a similar type of attack where they'll have him throw the ball. Uh, they won't have him hold the ball too long. Like like he had been doing in the past. So it'd be short, intermediate passes. Obviously, can't get the ball down the field, too, as well. And also use his running ability, too, uh, to create some matchups for uh, potential matchups for the offense. I think he's poised to have a really big year. Uh, I really do. I really think the Patriots um, are setting themselves up, and I know it's going to be a transition from what Tom did and obviously um, how good, great Tom Brady is, but I think it's something that Josh McDaniels and also Bill Belichick have been waiting for to have a mobile quarterback that they can use packages for, and of course, McDaniels uh covered oh, I mean, he end up drafting Tim Tebow ten years ago when he was with the Broncos, so you know he still has a lot of those same packages that he had with tebow for uh cam newton. I don't expect they're gonna they're gonna run cam a whole lot but I think the expectations are still uh, what they have been. Win the division, uh, see how far you can get in the AFC in the playoffs, and uh, maybe if it all goes right, uh, maybe contend for an AFC championship in the Super Bowl. So I, I don't know if they're, they're going to reach that high, that far, but I definitely think they're still the team to
1: beat in the AFC East at least. Yeah, and I think a lot of Patriots fans are definitely uh, uh, happy to hear that. And you're endearing yourself to a lot of my listeners by saying it. Um, I do believe it. I think that they do have the ability from what I've seen from Cam on the field so far and the limited opportunities we've uh, been able to uh, observe him during practice. And from his attitude and his uh, motivational factor, he seems to be right on his game. But bottom line, that prowess that we need from cam newton isn't so much about attitude isn't so much about motivation it's about what he can do on the field and in my opinion and you mentioned this that dual threat nature of the way he plays the game i think tips the scales here in the patriots favor the packages that josh mcdaniel can create for a quarterback like cam newton are so interesting and so exciting for patriots fans and i'm sure for the coaching staff Um, Antoine, I ask you to elaborate a little bit on that, if you can, um, the types of packages that we may see Josh McDaniels employ and the dimension that Cam Newton can bring to this, uh, offense in New England is something that we haven't seen in quite some time. What exactly on the field does Cam Newton provide for this team that allows them to be such a threat in all aspects of offense, maybe even a way we've never seen before. Well, uh, you you didn't see Tom Brady run a lot of
0: read options there in New England, so <laughs> I think I definitely think that's going to be a factor with Cam Newton, especially considering he is a his legs are a weapon as, as well as his arm. So you'll see a little bit of that. I know um, RPOs is really the big thing now going on in the NFL, so you'll probably see some of that as well. Um, Cam using that uh, that run pass option, where um, he like I say, you have to be prepared for both. Uh, obviously, with Tom, it was just you're worried about his arm. But, I, was, I mean, that was enough you know, to be, to get defenders uh, uh, distracted throughout the course of the week game planning. But now you have to worry about a Cam Newton that it really – that nobody knows exactly what the Patriots are going to do because there was really no preseason games uh, with Cam Newton. So, you have nothing to really go on. So, the Dolphins are really going to – it's going to be blind for them. Just to be you honest, know, because – uh I'm sure uh Brian Torres, even though he has familiarity with the Patriots, uh he doesn't know what or well, what they're thinking of having to use Cam. Uh he probably I'm sure they probably had to go back and maybe look at uh what they did with Tebow there when uh McDaniels were there and just kinda of figure out, okay, this might be something that they decide to use. Uh, there how they use Cam and just try to figure out (laughs) how the defenders um, look for that on Sunday, but yeah, I definitely think um, they're going to use him in a variety of different ways there, just using his legs. I don't expect him to use his legs like how he he was early in his career because I think they're trying to keep him healthy. I know Cam is only 31 years old, but obviously the injuries the last few years there, you definitely want to make sure he can get throughout the uh, course of the 16-game season, but also uh, I definitely think he. They're gonna use his. They're gonna make sure he can use his legs to create some mismatches and also uh, have buy some time for some of the receivers uh, there with the Patriots.
1: Absolutely, and I love how you've uh, articulated exactly what those packages mean. And Josh McDaniels' use of those, and bringing up Tim Tebow when he had him in uh, in Denver. And again, you know, we're not correlating the two you know players uh, by any stretch of the imagination or the uh, the prowess level that each one brings to the table. But in the past. The Patriots had abandoned the run a lot, and we hear that a lot from Patriots fans, Antoine, about, oh, the Patriots just abandoned the run. They just decided not to go with the run. The run was working. Why did they go away from it? Well, in the past, you saw a lot of opposing linebackers selling out, crashing down, and that effectively stopped their ability to run. I think it prevented Josh McDaniels from riding the run game a bit more often. A lot of people think, again, that he abandoned the run. I think a lot of it was because Josh didn't like the looks he was seeing from opposing defenses. Neither did Tom Brady and in a lot of ways I think that opened up their ability to utilize the pass a lot more because Tom simply couldn't tuck the ball and run with cam now the patriots have that other dimension if defenses force cam to keep the ball or keep him in the pocket he can make them pay with his feet he can do that um, in a level that we haven't seen from this patriots offense before so that's why i think this gives the patriots those short yardage situations a shot in the arm and we might see those package options and those rpos a lot more uh, than the patriots have ever had in the past
0: yeah, and I also think that uh, with just covering um, games against the Patriots, they tend to they do things differently. Um, one week you may get a um, heavy run offense with the Patriots, and next week you may have heavy pass too. It seems like at least during my time covering um, teams to get Dolphins um, teams, particularly against them, they try they. Like I say, what you get one week, it's going to be it's a lot of unpredictability, and I think you're going to get that as well, even more so with Cam Newton, especially considering the fact that, yeah, to say it was no preseason games, you have really no film to know exactly what the Patriots adjustment is, even if it's just a slight teeny bit of um, instances where they kind of give something away. You don't even have that to go on right now. You're just having, you're it's kind of guessing. I'm um, going in. Um, <laughs> Whereas with the Dolphins, there you kind of have an idea of what they're gonna do because um, you've seen it last year with uh, Flores and obviously Ryan Spatcher. Yeah, it, you're going into this completely blind, and even if you have a few Patriots, former Patriots, on the Dolphins roster. I'm sure they, they're, I mean, they have some familiarity with the players, but a guy like Conley he doesn't know exactly. Uh, what to do either because, like I said, this is totally new for him. It's not like he played with Cam Newton. So, yeah, I definitely think it's going to be even more unpredictability with their offense, at least going into week one.
1: Absolutely, and unpredictability is something we hear a lot about the Patriots. We've heard several opposing coaches and opposing defenses say that the most difficult guy to figure out in the league is Patriots head coach Bill Belichick. How much unpredictability will we see of that this Sunday, folks? Well, in just a moment, Antoine Staley will provide his insight on that Pats Week 1 opponent, the Miami Dolphins, a team he knows pretty well. Have they added enough pieces to build on their late-season momentum from 2019 to make things a little uncomfortable in the AFC East? Will it be enough for them to earn a victory over the Pats on Sunday? This and more when the Locked On Patriots podcast continues. Patriots fans, Antoine Staley joins me here today on the pod, and Antoine, the Pats and the Dolphins are getting set to play each other for the 110th time in their team's history. Since 1966, these two teams have played each other over 100 times. It's hard to believe, but uh, this rivalry does go back a ways, and as I said to open the pod today, the expectations for this New England team are high. They were made higher by the acquisition of Cam Newton, and we talked a little bit about that in the previous segment, but... You also started to drop some hints that Miami can't be discounted here. This team played well, very, very well down the stretch last season. And quite bluntly, they ruined the Patriots' attempt to secure a first-round buy in the 2019 playoffs. You mentioned that they've added some pieces, including some former Patriots like Kyle Van Noy, Landon Roberts on defense, Teddy Karras on offense, just to name a few. Obviously, the big splash they made in the offseason was drafting Tua Tagovailoa as the future of this franchise. Antoine, when you look at this Dolphins team, having covered some, and I'll be nice here, my friend, some rather pedestrian Dolphins teams <laughs> in the past. Um, sorry, I ha- I could not resist, but uh, again, I'll, I'll be diplomatic. You just keep it real. Um, hey. <laughs> um, what do you see in this 2020 Miami team, and do you believe they can turn some heads this year?
0: Yeah, I definitely do. I think uh, this is Kind of as far as the talent aspect of the team, uh, I feel like the first year with Flores is basically last year was just trying to mold the team and how he wanted it to be and get some of the players that wasn't, you know, players that he didn't necessarily want on the team kind of out of there. And yeah, I thought they did as well as they could have for the circumstances that they were in. Um, A lot of people thought that they called it tanking. I didn't necessarily think that was the case. Uh, I just thought that, you know, you kind of build, you, you started to build your team and yeah, it's going to be some hard days, some tough times there, but they started out 0 and 7 um, and still finished 5 and 11 on the year. And I think that's pretty impressive. Uh, and it says it's a testament to Brian Flores and what the Dolphins are building because easily they could have went the tank and not won the game. And I don't think people would have necessarily uh, said anything about that just because they thought the Dolphins were that bad, but I thought they started to turn the corner after that bye week. And obviously that culminated with the, when they getting their first win in Foxborough since 2008. So yeah, I definitely think what they've done in the off season, there, um, securing a lot of big names. all you alluded to some of them also um, in a, acquiring Shaq Lawson there from the Buffalo Bills, so I think it's going to be a potential bit factor there as well. Got some uh, running backs there as well. Uh, Jordan Howard there. Uh, I definitely think it's going to be a big factor there. And Also, you got Devontae Parker, who I thought really, and also uh, Mike Isecki, who both, I think, turned the corner last year, too. If they can secure that offensive line. I think, I think that's the big question for the Dolphins. I, I, think, I think that division is going to be tight all year long. I still have the Patriots winning it, but uh, it might be tendencies over here because I think it's going to be that tight with Buffalo and also you got the Dolphins there as well who I spent the finish somewhere maybe 8-8, and possibly 9-7 if all things go well and uh, the Jets are kind of the wild card in this even though um, I don't think I'm not a big Adam Gase fan but I do like Sam Donald. I definitely think they could uh, play spoiler for some of the teams there in that division but I think the Dolphins are doing it the right way Um, and getting a guy like Tua who uh may not play this year, but having him learn on the Ryan Fitzpatrick, I definitely think it's going to be a great thing for them. But the Dolphins are definitely coming. It's just a matter of are they a year away, um, or can they really turn the corner this year as far as the second year on the job?
1: Yeah, I think you're absolutely right on that. And look, uh, someone that is close to the Patriots team that I talked to this week uh, mentioned Brian Flores and the growth that Miami had, and they expect a tough game this weekend. Uh, they said that a lot of what we saw last year from Miami was the leadership of Brian Flores molding this team from, like you said, an 0-7 team to a 5-11 and team that finished the season very strong. This year they expect to see a lot more growth from the players on the field, showing that type of leadership that Brian Flores provided. The example he provides is going to be shown in a lot of his players, and you're seeing it with some former Patriots being ascended to the level of team captain already in Miami. Van Noy, Roberts, Ted Karras, all named team captains in Miami. That's big. That shows a lot of leadership. It shows a lot of trust in the type of team that Brian Flores is putting out this year. And I expect to see that on the field on Sunday. And that leads me quite nicely into my last question for you today, my friend. And that is the question on all of our minds. This Sunday, September 19th, Gillette Stadium, in your opinion, what should we expect from this game from a Pats perspective, from a Dolphins perspective, and only if you're comfortable offering a win-loss prediction, who starts the season 1 and oh? Uh well, yeah, I'll I'll give you all of those, I'll just say this, uh you
0: talked about the captains, um you know, some imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. Uh, why not try to emulate what the Patriots have done the last two decades? So, and I feel like kind of what Flying Forrest is just kind of trying to do that, put his own spin on it. But I definitely think it's going to be a close game, uh, especially got two division rivals. I, in some of the Dolphins and Patriots play, to begin with, I always thought for the most part it would be close games, whether it be in Foxborough or obviously down in Miami. But, yeah, I think it's going to be a close game. I definitely think, um, obviously, it comes down to turnovers. Who can take care of the football there and who's converting on third down. And I I like the Patriots. I think it's going to be a close game, maybe 27 23, um, final score there. Um, But I definitely think it's going to be, it could go either It's one of those games that could go either way. But um, I know the Patriots are probably, I think, six and a half point favorites. I, I definitely wouldn't feel comfortable if you're, if you're betting, if you're a gambler, I wouldn't feel comfortable putting that on the lines because you got division rivals and I definitely think they're not, the Dolphins are so much closer to the Patriots than what they were, even when they defeated them at Foxborough last year. Um, I definitely think you're going to have a game that's going to come down to the wire. Maybe it will goal. gold. I know uh the Patriots has, uh, has some, I guess, nit, uh Nick folk there. And, um, the rookie there as well, um, find out for the field goal, for the uh, kicker role. It uh, could come down to a field goal there as well. So um, I definitely think that um, it's going to be a close game, but I definitely do like the Patriots um, and a close one on Sunday
1: great insight great stuff and again Antoine you're definitely endearing yourself to my listeners by picking the Patriots I too believe it's going to be a close game and I'm looking forward to having football back watching Patriots football and uh, being able to move into a season that at the beginning of all of this we had no idea whether or not football will be starting on time uh, what the COVID-19 pandemic was going to mean for uh, this year on the field but the NFL is back and we're glad to have it back and we were definitely glad to host you today here on Locked On Patriots to offer some amazing insight. Antoine, for the benefit of all of our listeners, before I let you go today, please let everyone know where they can find you, where they can follow your great work, which is always stellar and always spot on. Folks, today's insight and his analysis was just the tip of the iceberg when it comes to Antoine Staley. Again, I've been a fan of yours for years, and it's my honor to share the microphone with you today. The floor is yours, my friend. Where can our, great, where can our listeners find your great work? Oh, uh, you find me at Antoine Staley on Twitter. Also find my
0: work at the Riot Report there as well covering the Carolina Panthers. Those are two places you can find
1: me. So but yeah, I definitely appreciate you having me on, Mike and hopefully we can do it again soon absolutely i look forward to it we talked a little bit offline about maybe a cam newton progress report definitely again during the dolphins week uh in the interim my friends stay safe stay well and thanks again for joining me here today on locked on patriots enjoy the nfl slate especially this game this weekend and we look forward to doing it again here really soon yeah definitely thank you And so, Patriots fans, it is that time again. Time for me to make my weekly prediction here in Week 1 of the 2020 NFL season. Your New England Patriots taking on the Miami Dolphins. And all jokes about the Newton era aside, Sunday's game really does usher in a new era in New England. And this will be a new look for the Patriots, especially on offense. As we've been saying all week long here on the pod, expect to see changes in the Patriots offense to suit Cam Newton's strengths. And that means a heavier emphasis on the running game. Earlier this week, Steve Balistrary and I both agreed that the Patriots would attempt to establish the run both with Sony Michelle and Rex Burkhead. With Damian Harris out, I expect Michelle and Burkhead to be your early down backs. Establishing that type of running game early should open up play-action passing and allow Cam Newton to make plays with his feet, and also allow James White to get some third down looks out of the backfield. Now I know that doesn't sound like the high-flying, exciting offense we expected to see from Cam Newton right off the bat. Keep in mind that as good as we're told Cam looked in practice, he's been here less than two months. He's still getting the chemistry with his receivers down, he's still learning their tendencies, they're still learning his. Once that happens, I think you'll see an offense that's much better than a lot of the national pundits are giving it credit for. But until then, expect the execution to be a little bit more basic. I think it's going to be interesting to see if he tries to get the tight ends involved in the passing game early. Once again, I pay homage to my Patriots pison Steve Balistrier, who in his column this week pointed out that Cam Newton had a very good relationship with Greg Olson from their days in Carolina. Might Cam look to establish that type of relationship early with a guy like Devin Asiasi? Worth keeping a sharp eye on, folks. On the defensive side of the ball, I expect the Patriots to stack the box. They have to take the run away from Miami. If there's an area on this defense that does provide me with some concern, it's the run defense, especially with the absence of Bo Allen contributions from Lawrence Guy and Adam Butler will be huge in this game, and they're going to need a big game from Byron Coward. He's looked very good in practice at being able to stop the run. Against a team like Miami, he's going to have to be very good on Sunday. If the Patriots can keep the ball in Ryan Fitzpatrick's hands, That will allow the secondary to go to work. That means stout pass coverage from Stephon Gilmore and J.C. Jackson. And unless Stephon is a lot more bothered by that hamstring than we're being led to believe, I would expect him to be on Devontae Parker and Jackson to draw coverage against Preston Williams. As for the safeties, expect them to provide a lot of help in that hybrid linebacker role. I'm looking for a platoon of Terrence Brooks and Adrian Phillips at the strong safety position on the opposite side of Devin McCourty. And don't be surprised to see a lot of Kyle Duggar, maybe even in that third safety role that Deron Harmon took on last year. Type of safety role that doesn't leave the field all that often. Yes, I'm well aware that Duggar is a rookie, but he has intelligence and toughness, two things that endear you to Bill Belichick right off the bat. And let's face it, folks, the Patriots are going to need both intelligence and toughness to beat Miami on Sunday. This is not going to be a cakewalk. On paper, this team is much improved, but as I said to open the pod today, this team believes that they can play with anyone, and that comes from the success they had last year. That allowed this team to build up its confidence. I think they'll give the Patriots all they can handle. But as I discussed with Antoine Staley just a moment ago, this is a happy, healthy, and motivated Cam Newton. I think he'll utilize his offensive weapons, I think the defense makes just enough stops to keep Fitzpatrick in check, and as a result, I predict that your New England Patriots start the 2020 season with a win and take this one over the Dolphins by a final score of 28-21. So there you have it, folks, my first game prediction for the 2020 NFL season. But how do you see Sunday's game shaking out? Well, again, folks, it's your team every day. And I would love to hear your predictions on Sunday's game. So please feel free to drop me a line on Twitter at MDABATEFPC or show the Locked On Patriots Twitter account a little weekend love by tagging them at LO underscore Patriots. And not that you need one, but I'll provide one anyway. A reminder that Sunday's game can be found on CBS Television at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. Your New England Patriots versus the Miami Dolphins. And don't forget that on Monday, we'll be recapping all of Sunday's action right here on Locked on Patriots. So to ensure that you do not miss a single episode, download Locked on Patriots wherever you get your podcasts. And that means following us on Spotify, subscribing to us on Apple Podcasts. Just make sure you are remaining locked in to Locked On Patriots. And before I sign off today, I need not remind any of you that today is the 19th anniversary of the September 11th attacks, and our thoughts are with all Americans today as we commemorate this horrible day in our country's history. Our country will never forget the sacrifices faced by so many. We will forever honor the memories of those we lost on this tragic day, and of course, we hold in our hearts the families and friends of all of the victims affected by this tragedy. We will never forget. We will always remember. Once again, I'm Mike DeBate. I thank Antoine Staley for his time, his insight, and his appearance on today's pod. But most of all, I thank you so much for listening and for making Locked On Patriots a part of your daily New England Patriots coverage. Stay safe. Stay well. Always be the change you wish to see in the world. Have a great weekend, everyone, and enjoy the game on Sunday.